Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mama, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, land dwellers. This is Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. And maybe from that intro, you're going to know exactly what's about to go down this this time. I wish I could have spoke in Dolphin for Ann Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. I can do whale. <laughs> A Pinocchio whale. Oh, okay. That comes back around. Yeah. Yeah, baby. We are taking a little trip to the DC Universe this week. Are you excited? Ugh. <laughs> feel dirty no i'm excited yeah i do feel a little bit dirty though being the marvel fan man that i am hey this movie has got some hype behind it yeah we're a little late to the party on this one pretty late <laughs> very late almost surprised it's still in theaters by the time we saw it yeah i mean we're in january fuck off yeah no <laughs> we're like... in february <laughs> i was gonna have to say no you're right yeah this is coming out in february we're in february fuck off yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're seeing that heckin' good fishy boy. The aquatic man. The water boy. No. Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> Cal Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cal Drogo meets Ivan Drago. Yeah, they're both in this movie. They are both in this movie. But I, wish, yes. I really wish they threw hands. <laughs> yeah, right? They should have. But yeah, Aquaman finally saw it, finally got around to it. I mean, going into it, not excited i was intrigued you know yeah because dc has such a stink on it right now yeah it really does <laughs> and it needed it needed a bounce back so seeing like early reviews and i guess not so early reviews because we're seeing it so late but <laughs> just seeing reviews in general like a lot of people were pretty stoked on this movie yeah so. they, they were they were hyped on it yeah so yeah. It, we had to go see it had to check it out also i really like the director on this movie yeah, James Wan. He's done all you know. Saw the Conjuring movies. He, I mean, he comes from a pretty dark horror background. Know, yeah. Background. Um, so I was wondering what he could do with you know a character that's pretty stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like, like easily know. one of the most made fun of superheroes. Yeah, uh, whether DC or Marvel or whoever. But I was I was wondering what he was gonna do with this character because you know they've gone so dark with all these DC movies. That yeah. I mean, you see the tone change come Justice League, mm-hmm. but that's, I think that was a lot of the the weed and Joss yeah. Whedon coming in there. I yeah. think that that was a lot of his stamp on that one. So I mean, I guess before that, what's your what's your general opinion on these DC films? Or no, no, let me say, what's your general attraction to DC in general? If it... I don't know if I have an attraction to DC. I mean, I think I think we all know Batman's their heaviest hitter. Batman's my favorite. They might even say Superman is probably like their number one because 
whatever, but Superman's such a vanilla character. Like, yeah, I agree. Batman is super dark and edgy, and like the comics are really good. They're the only DC comics I have in my house are all Batman. Batman's got the best villains, hands down. Yes, absolutely. Because all of Superman's villains are basically just a copy of Superman. Yeah. Just like, I'm basically Superman on my planet, and now I'm going to fight you, fucker. Zod like, Bizarro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even like Doomsday in a way. Yeah. But I mean, Batman's got Joker, Two-Face, Riddler, Riddler. Penguin, yep. Mr. Freeze. Zaz is cool. A lot of cool fucking I like fucking uh, villains. even the new one that they put out for the uh, the new 52, Talon. Yeah. Yeah, they got cool. a lot. They got a lot of really cool characters. Batman's obviously the biggest draw that they got. Yeah, and he's like the original superhero movie, really. Because like the Superman movies, I realized were out earlier, but like, look at them. Come on, like they're kind of. Uh, I mean, they're they're good, they're fun, in like a nostalgic way, but like they kind of don't have the same, uh, value now. But. You can still watch like Tim Burton's Batman, Michael Keaton. It it's still fucking great today. Yeah, like that that one is like a serious game changer. I those think, movies are really dark. Yeah, no, they are. Even I think uh, you know, obviously the Marvel movies are like the creme de la creme when it comes to superhero movies right now and all that stuff. And if people talk, you know, superhero movies, they're gonna basically be like, yeah, Marvel's on fire. DC sucks. But the one thing that DC has over Marvel is they probably put out the best superhero movie ever with the Dark Knight. Yeah, but that's not that's not DC EU. It's that, not their universe, but it's still a really it's still you know, DC it's still movie, DC. Yeah. It's probably the comic book movie that can be taken most seriously are like the Christopher Nolan Batmans. Yeah, but I mean it shows you how good a DC movie could be if you give it to the right director. If you give it to the right director and also if a studio would let a director, I guess, go through with their vision. Yeah, and those movies are not funny either. They're still dark and brooding. Yeah. No, there's really, I mean, I guess the only, like, comedic relief is from the Joker. <laughs> yeah, which makes sense. Suits his character. Yeah. But yeah, no, like, this movie, definitely a tone change. You you could see the, the tides are changing. Yep, the tides are changing, not only with this movie, but the movie that we're going to be talking about in the trailer park. As well. Yeah, we're going real DC heavy on this episode. So much so, we're even going to rank out the DCEU for you guys. Yeah. And I don't want to. <laughs> I'm actually really interested in that because curious where you're going to put the movie we're talking about today. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll save that part for the end. Yeah. But it's going to be a very interesting episode. I'm going to try to withhold all of my DC hate as a Marvel fan man. Because I want, I want the, the listeners to know that I'm, you know, fair. Mm-hmm. I'm coming at this episode strictly from a movie standpoint. Yeah, me too. I, well, actually, well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Read the first point. This isn't faithful to the lore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I got no connection to Aquaman as a character, so that's cool. The only Aquaman I really know is from, like, the old Justice League cartoons from... Back, back, back in the day. Yeah. Which are dope, but I want to look at it as its own thing without comparison to Marvel, but I think just them both being superhero movies in this era and them trying to build their universe now, it's going to be really hard to not compare them to Marvel. I think, at, I know for sure with me, I'm at least going to make a few points with some crossover. Oh, then I bet you we have the same points. Half of, <laughs> half of my notes are basically Marvel notes. <laughs> like, 
I yeah, but I don't want I don't want people to think I'm just gonna shit on these movies because I love Marvel. I want them to make good movies, but their track record has not proven me. As of late, no, it hasn't been very good. But again, I think a lot of that is the studio trying to catch up with Marvel. Oh, they're rushing. And, and I think also you need to hire the right directors because like we just said, you could, you know, it's it's not the DC comics or the characters. You can make great movies like The Dark Knight if you have the right director, the right writer, you know, the right vision, the right vision for, you know, a character. You could even put vision in your movie. <laughs> I don't like I killed him in Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> you could have him now. Yeah, no, I'm excited though. I also didn't realize I actually saw all of the DC movies yeah. until you pointed it out to me. You're like, did you see all of these? And I'm like, well, what ones were they? And I did. I actually saw all of them because I, even though I hear people say, I hate this movie, I hate this movie. I watched every one of them because I wanted to give a fair chance because mm-hmm. that's the type of fan I am. I'm not just going to be like, if it's not Marvel, fuck it. I am like, okay, some people don't like it. No big deal. Yeah. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. I just want to know for myself and form my own opinion. Just so happens to be my opinion is Marvel is better. <laughs> this would have been a good episode to have Ducky on. Yeah, poor Duck. I don't know if he saw this movie or not, though. Like, he's know. he's a huge, he's a Batman guy. Yeah, he's a Batman guy. But I, I was thinking he'd be good for the Joker. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Get him on. I'm I'm ex- really excited talking just DC. I'm so excited for that one. Walking yeah. Phoenix. I because it's DC, I'm not excited, but I will go see it. I've like, heard. I just want to. I just want to see for myself. You usually hear good things leading up to movies. Like, I mean, Walking Phoenix is amazing. Walking Phoenix is awesome. He does dark characters really well, and I've heard just strictly based on his performance that he kills it. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. Also. Just the way that the Joker looks, really like the the look of him, compa- especially compared to Heath Ledger's "I'm gonna sell you cocaine" look. <laughs> I mean, not Heath Ledger, um, Jared Leto. Yeah, uh, Jared Leto. Oh, I hated the way he looked in Suicide Squad. Well, good news is he was only in it for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, so really. he didn't have they to. They cut really out the other whatever it was. He was all pissed off that they cut out so much of his movie. Also, I I guess we won't play this, but uh, did you see Birds of Prey, the Birds of Prey teaser trailer? That tiny, tiny, tiny little trailer. Yeah. yeah, did you see that? Yeah, I did. Didn't do anything for me. It looked like a like an H and M commercial. <laughs> yeah, or Forever Twenty One or yeah. something. Just I, techno music and them twirling around in like feathery fucking vests or something. Yeah, I don't really know how I feel about that. I'm also I, not super familiar with all of those characters. Like I recognized a few, but yeah, there was like nine in there, and I only recognized I think three. I think it was Zaz, Huntress, and Harley Quinn. Yeah, same Z's then. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I mean, I don't get excited for any of these movies until they're out and I hear. Actually, that's not entirely true. There is one DC movie that I actually have some excitement over, and it's because it seems very different from everything else they did, even uh, even from Aquaman, which obviously is in a, a new direction for the studio. And it actually brings us to a little segment where Colin and I hop into our beat-up pickup trucks with a case of Natty Ice and our ugliest cousin, we roll on down into the trailer park. Those got to stay in. Yeah, we put, put that after the music. <laughs> yeah. Hot dog! So we are talking 
Shazam! <laughs> Shazam! Yeah, with an exclamation point. Yeah. No, this movie looks fucking cool, man. Like, when I saw this trailer for the first time, I was like, holy shit, like, I'm genuinely interested in seeing this. Like, this is one that I want to catch in theaters before even hearing, like, any reviews or anything. Like, Aquaman, I wasn't super excited about it coming out, but then once it did come out and it was getting good reviews, then I was like, okay, I want to see this in theaters. But this, just off the trailer, I'm like, I want to go see this. Yeah, this is, I think, a direction that could really help the whole DCEU. Is that what it is, DCEU? Yeah, I think, like, DC Entertainment Universe or something like that. I don't know if it's DCU or DCEU. I think it's DCEU. Okay. But I think this direction could really help them. You know, they've been getting torn down a lot for being so dark. I feel like a lot of that was the Snyder influence on the movies. But yeah, let's have some fun with these. I think, you know, if you can have a little bit more fun with these movies, that's what's going to really help them. I think that's why people are really digging on Aquaman, too. Like, from what the early reviews and stuff have been. Yeah. Everyone seems to be, you know, they're finally having fun with it. I think maybe they're trending in a good direction with their films. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're kind of understanding what makes the Marvel movies so enjoyable and why people have been kind of ragging on DC and they're picking it back up. And it makes sense that this character would be a little bit more lighthearted because it's a kid. Yeah. So it looks fucking cool. Let's uh, let's take a look at what the trailer has to offer us. You've run from foster homes in six counties. I can take care of myself. When you're 18, give these people a chance because that's what they're giving you. This is Billy Batson. Make sure you make him feel at home. They seem nice, but don't buy it. It gets real Game of Thrones around here. Dude, just messing around. You look at me and you're like, why so dark? You're a disabled foster kid. You've got it all. <laughs> See, already <laughs> some, good, some good humor out of think? it. Everybody chooses flight. You know why? So they can fly away from this conversation. No, because heroes fly. What, you need your fake family to stand up for you? Hey! Man, sorry about that. Go, go, go! Grab it! Get out the way! Bailey Batson. How much about this character do you actually know? Almost nothing. Same. <laughs> I know about this much of it. I think what they're showing with the trailer, like, he, he takes the powers from the original Hello? Shazam. Say my name so my powers may flow through you. But I don't know your name, sir. Shazam. Are you for real? Say okay! Shazam? He says Kazam and Shaq shows up. Oh, we <laughs> dream. This means Billy! What is happening? You're the only person I know that knows anything about this Cape Crusader stuff. Can I? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, right? What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. AM to the PM, PM to the AM. This guy does a good job of also, like, almost talking fly. like a kid would. Yeah, he doesn't sound like an adult the way he, like, speaks. That's something that a lot of uh, Why are you talking? movies... Oh. 
led by kids have been doing well. Like, I, I, I can, oh, no, I'm thinking about it out. mainly, but uh, Stranger Things is another one. Like, yeah. you gotta have your characters talk like actual kids to make it believable. Right. That's why, like, it and Stranger Things are good because they kind of talk, you know, with some, some slang and you know, curse a little bit and stuff like that. I'm hoping that they go with that in this also. Yeah. <laughs> You're dead. Sorry about your window, but night. you're welcome for not getting robbed. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm a superhero. Yeah, this already seems really, like, fun and not, not like, cute, but, it, like, a little bit just more, like, lighthearted. And, and another thing, cool, who's the villain? They didn't show us yet. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they showed, like, a peek of that one guy, like, he threw a punch at, but yeah, they don't really tell you a lot, which I also like. Yeah. They, they just show you, it's obviously an origin story. He's a kid, he says Shazam, lightning bolt, now he's a man in a suit <laughs> with superpowers, which is just cool, man. I like the rhyming there yet a little bit. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I like the tone that they're going with a lot. I like that they don't show you the villain. It seems way more scaled back in terms of, there's no gigantic army about to fight them or anything no, like no that. No giant like, monsters like yeah coming this, over the mountains and destroying a city. I'm hoping that this is a lot more uh, toned down, more like intimate with the character origin story, and just lighter than your other DC movies. Yeah, they need a palate cleanser. Yeah, and very different movies or anything, but I think being a kid and stuff in the smaller scale, I'm hoping that maybe this is almost like their version of Homecoming. That'd be cool. Yeah, I get it. But I think my only like concern with this movie is who is behind the camera and who's writing it. The director is relatively inexperienced. He's done mainly shorts. David F. Sandberg, really like the only like two big movies that he's done is Lights Out and Annabelle Creation. What is Lights Out? It's also a horror movie. Oh, okay. So he's done two horror movies and Annabelle yeah. Annabelle I enjoyed, but it was mainly just because the first Annabelle was so bad. There's he there's actually some competent directing in the second Annabelle movie, especially with the camera work. There's some really cool tracking shots and stuff in it. So that's hopeful, but not the biggest body of work. And then Henry Gaiden is uh like I guess the lead writer on this movie. Okay. He has also dipped his toe in in uh, the superhero uh genre with uh Spider-Man 3. <laughs> wow, great. He he uh he's not a writer on that though. He um, oh, okay. he's just he was part of the crew, but he's relatively inexperienced especially when it comes to writing as well. All right. He's he did a couple episodes on a TV series called Zombie Roadkill. Sounds amazing. <laughs> a uh a short called Ham Sandwich and then the only actual <laughs> movie that he's written was Earth to Echo, which is that animated movie that came out in 2014. All right, I don't know about that. Yeah, so both relatively inexperienced and then Darren uh, Lemke is the other writer on it, and especially lately, not really a good track record. Uh, Goosebumps 2, which came out in 2018. Wolf. The first Goosebumps, which was better than expected, but still not great. Uh, Turbo, which is the animated movie with the snail. Oh, yeah. Jack the Giant Slayer, which is not very good. And then the fourth Shrek movie. <laughs> so Cool. Not the best track record when it's coming to the writing. That is okay. my biggest concern right there. That can go either way, because although I'm trying not to compare everything to Marvel, Marvel did do the same thing with either inexperienced directors or writers and or people who had maybe a bad track record before, mm-hmm. but then they come back and redeem themselves. So 
it could go either way. It yeah. could prove as a benefit because they have like a fresh take and a fresh look that maybe hasn't been done by somebody else, so they can bring something new to the table. Or it could be because they're inexperienced. They don't know how to pull off something of this magnitude that it kind of falls short in story. I think it's good that this movie looks like it's a smaller scale movie based on the director and the writers and stuff. Also, I mean, look what happened when they brought in a big name visionary director with Zack Snyder. That's right. You know what I mean? So a little uh, too visionary. (laughs) Very visual movies. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I I could see it going both ways with it. But uh, yeah. like from the trailer, I think it looks fun. Yeah. The actor who's playing Shazam, Zachary Levy, looks pretty good in it. Like you said earlier, I think he's embodying a kid who just got superpowers pretty well. Yeah, like he actually sounds like a child. Like the way he talks and not just like what he says, but like the way he delivers the lines, like almost sounds like how a kid would talk because mm-hmm. he's like a full grown man, which makes sense because... It's a kid's brain in a man's body. Uh, Jack Dylan Grazer, he plays uh, the friend. He was from Beautiful Boy. Okay. I like that a lot. He was in It. I thought he was really funny in It. He plays the uh, Eddie. He's the, the germaphobe one. Okay. He's got some good lines. And he's been in a lot that I think you can tell that he's got some good comedic chops to him. That's good. There's no big, big name actors. Like, nobody in this movie is no, yeah. a huge name. But that also, I think might be good for the franchise the real selling point is gonna be based on the caliber of the film not we got the rock or somebody like that you know what i mean like they're not just throwing like big budget action stars at you so that you go and see it they're like really relying on this you know fresh-faced uh writer fresh-faced director lesser known leading man that's i mean places studios need to take those risks because that's how you got Chris Pratt as Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. He wasn't an action guy until Galaxy. Yeah. And, you know, you got to take these risks. And it's cool to see, like, studios taking more risks like that if it pays off. So I'm hoping just from the trailer, like, we see the tone change. I'm hoping that'll be enough to kind of, like, rejuvenate it. And having these new faces in here to, you know, act, write, direct, everything, like, that should bring some new blood and some new life into the DC universe that just has not been there. I also think the scale of the movie shows a lot of self-awareness from DC's part because typically when you're making more movies, the idea is you want to get bigger and scale everything up even more and more. I think they're realizing that that's not working and they're bringing stuff back to basics a little bit here. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I agree. I yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for this one to come out. This will be this will be a good time in the theaters. I'm hoping. Yeah, no, I th- I think it's going to be. If it isn't, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. And if it isn't, then you're all going to hear about it. <laughs> what What do you think is the future of DC movies if this isn't good? If this and the Joker are not good, I don't think anything's going to stop them. You don't think so? No, they'll have to they'll have to course correct. But if this is their course correct and it doesn't land, like. I don't know what they can do. Recast. I, I think they're yeah. That's like I think they're already starting to. They flashpoint trying to reboot stuff because now Ben Affleck's not playing Bruce Wayne in Batman. Yeah, Jared Leto's not playing the Joker anymore, or at least not in the Joker origin movie. Yeah, and I don't know what they're doing with Henry Cavill, like you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, who knows? So it's all a toss up right now. I think the only thing on their plate that we know is is getting worked on is the new Wonder Woman. Yeah. 
But then outside of that, that's the only other thing they got lined up yeah. that we know of. I don't think they, you know, have any intention of rebooting that character. No, because that, that movie did well. Yeah, but at the same time, if the whole franchise and everything they're trying to build is going to shit, they might have to reboot the whole thing eventually, you know? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they're going to do, but... They can flashpoint. But yeah, that's uh, that's Shazam. <laughs> Shazam! <laughs> I'm having an or an or Shazam. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm actually excited for that. I wasn't really excited for the movie we were about to talk to, seeing the trailers and stuff. Yeah. This I'm actually excited for. Yeah. I think this is actually the first time with this and the Joker, or j- I think it's just Joker, that I'm actually looking forward to some DC movies. Yeah. Less with the Joker because I haven't I haven't really seen. Did they release a trailer for that yet? No, there's no trailer yet. Just like some little teases they've been putting out. like yeah. set stuff Just from, like, things set. that I've heard and um, just like set photos and stuff. But at the same time, there's so many microscopes on the DC like, movie universe based on how their track record has gone yeah. that as soon as you hear that something is not going well the media picks up on it right away yeah. like you heard about fucking Henry Cavill's mustache in the reshoots for Justice League immediately like people yeah, people true. are so quick to shit on these movies that I haven't heard anything other than good things about Joker so I'm I am excited about it that's cool yeah I mean we'll we'll definitely try and catch it but speaking of Jokers in the fucking DC universe. Do you want to do you want to talk the DC universe up until now and the train wreck that it has been? Guess, basically until basically <laughs> until now. Yeah, we can do that. All right. So, what I can't remember who started. What was the first movie of the DC the universe? The first movie of the DC universe. Man of Steel. Woof. So, that's uh Zack Snyder and Henry Cavill. Yeah. They come in and uh That's the one where he's like working on like the oil rig or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand thirteen Man of Steel came out. Zod. Yep. General Zod. Played by Michael Shannon. Who was awesome. He's he's an awesome actor. Russell Crowe as uh Superman's father. Yeah. Isn't that? I actually I remember so Zack Snyder had done up until this point, um, I think three hundred Sucker Punch and Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen's amazing. Watchmen's really good. I mean, he also has very good source material to go off of. Right. 300, as a kid, when I saw it, I didn't mind it. But also, like, 300 was kind of the beginning of, like, the fast, slow-mo action movies. And then it was yeah, kind of, that's like, what started it. Yeah, and back then when it, we were like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Now it's way overused. Even, like, his whole look with, like, the high contrast, like, low saturation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then it was original. Mm-hmm. But then when you make 13 of those fucking movies, <laughs> it's not quite as original. But going into Man of Steel, I was actually like, kind of like, you know what? Zack Snyder has been known to make some good to okay movies. Sucker Punch is kind of kind of crap. But yeah. I was you know excited to see it, and I saw Man of Steel in theaters the first time, and actually left the theater being like, that was uh, pretty good. Like I actually really enjoyed that. I, I thought it was, I actually remember my initial reaction was like, I, I loved it. Really? Yeah. And then I went and saw it again and realized that I was focusing a lot on the eye candy of that movie, which is yeah. just a lot of special effects and shit being thrown at you. And then I realized, damn, this is not true to the character at all. And this story is kind of whack. <laughs> and yeah. um, there's a lot wrong with this movie. I still can watch it and enjoy it 
but I don't love it at all. Yeah, I feel that. I think that was kind of my my awakening to uh, Zack Snyder is kind of almost like the other Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, he is that's like a good way to put he it. He is like the explodey guy. I think uh, I think Zack Snyder is more of a visionary, especially with the way he does CG and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, it's a lot of eye candy and not much substance. Yeah, I can second that. I feel that real deep. Yeah, Man of Steel. I actually, like I said, I don't mind it, but I don't love it, and. I think that's kind of the beginning of me not having much faith in Zack Snyder as a director. Yeah, and it's not really the best start to your cinematic universe. No. If it's not like knocking it out of the park. Mm -mm. That's the first film of the DC universe. And coming out right after that, well, not right after, it was three three years later, we had Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. That's really the next movie? Yep. So you're telling me, oh my God. Well, here's the beginning of their problems. Fuck, man. So, oh God. The damn second it. movie in their universe <laughs> is the setup movie for the movie with all of them in it. Yeah, that's basically like, here's Iron Man. Now here's Civil War. And now here's, <laughs> in, here's Infinity War, basically. Yep. <laughs> like, that's their version. But maybe not to that extent. But basically, they're just like, we got to put out the our Avengers immediately. Yeah. That's so awful. And they're that's playing catch up to Marvel. That's that's what they're doing. And that's the dumbest thing they could have done. They should have done a slow burn, mm-hmm. take pages out of their book. They were trying to cram at that point what seven years worth of films, eight years worth of films, where Marvel was releasing like fucking four movies a year, three movies a year. Yeah. And they tried to do it in three movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe four. Wait, was Justice League before Wonder Woman? No, Justice League was after Wonder Woman. Okay. So still you tried to have your your Justice League movie before you even gave more than half of the Justice League their own movies. Yeah. Because Batman didn't even have his own movie. Batman didn't have his own movie. Granted, which... we all know who Batman is because he's been in the lexicon for so long and there's been so many Batman movies. It would. I think it would have been nice, though, to give... Um... At least in this context. Yeah, I think it would have been good to give Ben Affleck his own movie before just throwing him in to... The shit show? Yeah, and it's you know they so they also introduce Wonder Woman in this movie, and barely. then and then they show you pictures of everyone else in the Justice League. Through oh man, the way they do it, it pisses me off. It's awful. <laughs> they do it through a fucking like email. It's like a computer like not and and each folder like has like their logo on it. Yeah. So this <laughs> they got a graphic designer to design superhero logos. Made their logos <laughs> for them. Yeah, no. That's so stupid. That's that's like a huge pet peeve of mine with like any movie is like the research scene where you go to like the character goes to Google or goes to the computer. And so like you basically have expanded your entire universe and your hopes on what should be your version of the Avengers. Like, you know, you're hoping that's your billion dollar franchise on a computer scene. Yeah. Cool. Great. <laughs> like, Super smart. So fucking I'm, awful. That movie pissed me off in to no end. Yeah. And I've heard differently. I know our friend Ducky, who we've mentioned already, really likes the portrayal of Batman in there. But Batman kills in in Batman vs Superman. And uh yeah. the way people were kind of justifying it is Ben Affleck is a little bit older. This is an older Batman, and like they established that like robins have died and stuff at you know up until that point so he's yeah. more of like a hardened like i don't give a fuck type of batman right 
but which I'm fine with. I think it would have done well to give him his own movie to establish that because like one of the like the first scenes with him is just like fucking up people. <laughs> like yeah, that movie's a train wreck. What do you think about uh, Jesse Eisenberg as uh, Lex Luthor? Oh, amazing! You like his giggles? No, he's fucking awful. It was... He needed Jolly Ranchers. Why? <laughs> That's just like a point. He's like, ooh, ha, ha, give me a Jolly Rancher. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lex Luthor. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, who, who, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Not into that it. was no, that was bad casting. Not into it. That's right. I, you forget so much. He's the villain, basically, but then also Doomsday is the villain. Doomsday is the villain that shows up for five minutes, just like how like Abomination shows up in uh in Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. yeah, fuck man, that movie they just tried to jam as much shit down your throat as fast as they could. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman shows up and they play her her theme song. They're like, jeez. But yeah, no. I don't know what the fuck anyone was thinking with those. Yeah, no. I actually heard from a bunch of people like, oh man, Batman vs Superman was really good. Like you should see it. I didn't catch it in theaters, but I trusted people for whatever reason. And I bought it. Oh, you own this? I no, I I actually I uh, traded it in <laughs> for, awesome. for for cash like good. a couple years ago. But, I, uh, I watched it on HBO once. Because I was like, well, it's on here. All of the DC movies end up on HBO. Go, go. Yeah. They either go or now or whatever. So I end up, that's how I've watched every single one of them. It's how I watch Man <laughs> of Steel. It's how I watch Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman, Justice League, all of it. Suicide Squad, all of it. Yeah. The, Fuck, man. I've wasted like close to 10 hours on this goddamn dog shit. I actually watched it in two sittings because I, I had to go. But I watched the first maybe 45 minutes of the movie. And the first 45 minutes of the movie is way more confident than the back half of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this actually is good. And then I came back and finished it. And then I was like, that sucked. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was crap. Oh, man. They just they wanted so badly to bring in the money that Marvel was doing with their they're playing catch up. What fucking dumbass thought that that'd be a good idea? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, just... You know, you know what makes art better if you rush it? <laughs> Fucking dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. God damn. So five months later, I think it was like five months later, we get Suicide Squad. <laughs> Yikes. Was this some kind of Suicide Squad? And uh, going with a different tone on this, and the trailer's got Bohemian Rhapsody blaring. They're like, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. And um, it was not fun. No, not for me. It was, Yeah, this is, a, this is a bad time to be had by all. Bad. Speaking of bad. They mentioned that they're bad guys, I don't know, 800 times. Do you want... I could actually... <laughs> Did I miss that? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I I could actually recite that entire script. Here we go. Oh, I get it. You want us to go in there because we the bad guys. Oh, didn't you forget we're the bad guys? What, are we supposed to be the bad guys? Oh, I get it. Now I'm just the bad guys. What, are we some kind of suicide squad? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what we're bad guys it's almost like somebody in the studio was just like listen we need you to remind the audience at least once every five minutes that these are actually the bad guys even though they're our heroes in the movie they're bad guys i don't think that i don't think our dumbass fucking viewers <laughs> are gonna understand this concept they treated the audience like fucking morons and therefore they made a fucking stupid movie <laughs> I don't understand why this is a movie on the priority list for them. Yeah. For a bunch of villains that were not previously established. We don't have a Batman franchise right now. 
they're all Batman villains. Yeah. Why not start peppering them into other movies as like B-side villains? That's why they get caught and thrown in jail. And then and then now you have it set up. Maybe you don't introduce all of them, but half of them. Basically, they made an Avengers movie with their villains before they introduced any of them. And before they even had their Avengers movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they really did. Fucking idiots. How the fuck did they not see this falling apart? What? Oh, my God. Who? Ugh. <laughs> I love the frustration right now. It's so stupid. <laughs> this is all... I'm not going to go on a rant here, but their whole downfall is all from the higher-ups of Warner Brothers wanting yeah. wanting what you know Marvel was doing. And it's a shame because I've read a lot of articles about the actual people who like write and work for Warner Brothers, like the smaller people getting fired because yeah. the movies are failing. And it's not on them. It's on these fucking morons who want to rush the product just to play catch up so they can like try and be relevant and get the but, cash grab. Yeah. It, that's re- like Suicide Squad literally is a cash grab. Yeah. It's a horrible movie. I don't sold, want to talk about it. Anymore. Sold almost entirely on the Joker Har- Harley Quinn, and then the Joker's, Joker's barely, not even in it. Yeah, he was off screen selling someone cocaine in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to back back a blow? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, in the same year, you got Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad. It was a great year. Fuck. I'm surprised that wasn't enough to put a nail in a casket. Yeah, and honestly, if it wasn't for this movie, I wouldn't be surprised if they're, you know, after Justice League, it was all over. But Wonder Woman came in and really saved face for the whole franchise. Yeah, like big time. Yeah, because honestly, like, I think Wonder Woman had a lot to work through. I know that it's a female-led superhero movie with a female director. People wanted to like it for those reasons, but I think that there's other people that were like ready to shit on it too because it's a DC movie and everyone was been silent such a on it. Taste yeah, and I do mouth. think it had a lot to overcome. And it's a it's a good movie. Like I'll yeah, say that it's a good movie. It, it's it's fine. It's a solid movie. It's not amazing. I don't. Yeah, that's we're if we were gonna get to it later, maybe we could just touch on it now. I don't think it's as good as like the reviews and stuff like that. But I do enjoy it. Yeah, I think it's getting hyped up a lot based on it's um more like social, social yeah, yeah, social like not politics but just like the weight of it being female director being like the first like female lead superhero yeah. movie in like this modern it, era. It, it has uh like, you know, social and cultural significance to it. Right, but um, I don't think that should be weighed in with the quality of its itself as a film no i agree i think that's where some of the you know the it's got like a 90 something on rotten tomatoes woof no yeah so, no but i mean i did enjoy it i left the theater happy that i saw it yeah so. i didn't see it in theaters because again hbo <laughs> hooking a brother up but i was i was content with it and it, we we kind of touched on this a little bit when we were talking about shazam but for the most part wonder woman's scaled back yeah, yeah. Well, for, a little for the bit. most part, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, and I think that helps a lot. You, it's a lot more intimate with its character than any of the other movies that came before it. And there's actual care and craft to the movie, whereas a lot of these, like we said, Suicide Squad's a cash grab. 
And then the Man of Steel, Batman, you know, v Superman movies are just explosions and yep. trying to get you hooked on just the eye candy rather than, you know, a story or any care for the characters. So it was refreshing that this it, this was a this is a competent movie and I, I do enjoy it. Right. And then we get Justice League. Justice League. And I mean, I feel bad for Zack Snyder in a way because the whole production of the movie was documented so closely because he was, you know, making it. Everyone was like, this guy is fucking everything up. And his daughter committed suicide during the making of this movie. Right. And he he had to step away. And it's all talks about the, you know, the Henry Cavill mustache and this and that. And but Joss Whedon came in and, and finished, finished up the movie. I don't know how you feel about this movie, but I think it was better than I expected it to be. Um, I had no expectations for it, so I thought it was fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like I I didn't have as visceral a reaction as some of the other ones. So I don't understand the DC versus Marvel fanboy hatred. Like it's comic book movies. If they're good movies, we should all be happy. Yeah. And there's bad Marvel movies too. There's quite a few of them and they were all early on. So it makes sense that DC wouldn't be hitting all the right notes right out the gate because even Marvel had a learning curve. Yeah. So like people should all fucking relax. I don't get the the DC fans who are like, oh, Joss Whedon messed up this movie. It's like (laughs) he's not the only person who had hands on it and he's already coming into a a cinematic universe that's been pretty fucked up. I just think that because he's connected to Marvel, DC fans are wanted to hate it because they don't want to give credit to somebody who made Marvel movies. (laughs) I personally went into this movie thinking it was going to be horrible and then left being like, oh, that was fine. Yeah, you DC-loving motherfuckers, you dumb shits, you idiots, (laughs) you should just be happy that you were graced with the presence of Marvel greatness. (laughs) You fucking idiots. At the top of the show, you're like, I'm going to put my Marvel bias aside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could only do it for so long. But no, this I thought this was better than I expected it to be. It's not a good movie. We'll say that, but yeah. I thought it was going to be awful. I don't think it's a failing movie. No, I wouldn't say so either. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of the things that I don't like about it, like I don't like how it's like a giant CG mess, especially like the finale is really rough to watch. Yeah. And it falls uh, apart quick. I don't like that there's, like, almost no story to, like, most of the characters. I think you can tell what Joss Whedon even wrote like, in there. Even the way that they're, like, tying them together is yeah. weak. CGI-wise, Cyborg looks awful. Yes. He looks really bad. But there are attempts in this to get you to kind of sympathize with characters. Batman is kind of, like, realizing that he's an old piece of shit in the movie and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. There, there's a little bit more um, lighthearted scenes in this than we've seen up until that now yeah they they I mean, also Wonder woman you get a little there's a little bit more like, i was gonna say uh, wonder woman's almost that. the main character of justice league in a way yeah and i think that's because they knew how much people liked her but like the first scene i think or the first scene at least with a hero in it because i only saw it the one time but i'm there's a bank scene with wonder woman basically kicks off the movie with with a really good scene yeah and um makes sense give it to the only successful person you've had in your whole fucking thing so Mm -hmm. far. And since you haven't established any of the other characters at all, (laughs) you may as well just go with her. Yeah. I thought that was smart, but yeah, justice league wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Right. And that brings us to Aquaman. 
Aquam and <laughs> Aquaman. Yeah, uh, 2018 Aquaman. Jason Momoa was actually received really well in Justice League. A lot of people liked him. Yeah. I don't He was fine. He was fine. He didn't I, do a lot in Justice League though. I thought he was a little like I don't know. He was like quote unquote cool, I guess, but all he just kind of does, he's like a bro. He just shows he's like, "My man." Yeah, he <laughs> just like raises one eyebrow and is just like, "Is this he taken?" Like that kind of like energy. <laughs> yeah. The first one of the first shots that you see in the movie, he's like coming out of the water with the white stripes playing, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I forgot that name of that song. It's a <laughs> the music choices in these DC movies are atrocious. Whoa, man, woof. Yeah, it says based when I saw the trailers, not hyped at all for this movie. Yeah, same. Like I wasn't, I wasn't like eager to go out to theaters. It wasn't until like we first started hearing any reviews that I was just like, oh, this might be worth checking out. Yeah. The trailer, I didn't think did it any favors. The one thing that I was intrigued by was the director on it, James Wan. He comes from background of basically just a horror movies. He made Saw, yeah. uh, Conjuring 1 and 2. <laughs> I thought this was funny. He made <laughs> Furious 7. <laughs> oh, okay. Also, uh, the, the writers on it, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrich. Oh, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Also, uh, mainly a horror background. He worked on The Conjuring 2. He wrote The Conjuring 2. He uh-huh. was also a writer on Orphan. I don't know if you remember that movie or not. I don't. Um, it's a horror movie. Not an orphan. <laughs> oh, okay. That <laughs> but makes it, but, sense. But it's fine, actually. It's fine. Uh, I actually think the action movies that he's worked on, Wrath of the Titans in particular, not very good. Okay. And then Will Beale is the other writer on it, and he had worked on uh, really like the only other movie as a writer was... Uh, Gangster Squad, and then he worked on a TV show called Training Day. Huh. Um, and there's also three other writers on this movie, but those are the two main ones. James Wan, that was the main draw for me. I wanted to see what he could do with a lot of money behind him and not a horror movie. Obviously, Jason Momoa is playing Aquaman again. Yep. He's a good Aquaman. Yeah, I, I like him as Aquaman. It is. So the main thing keeping me from really liking Jason Momoa in general is he looks, he just reminds me a lot of this wrestler Roman Reigns who I'm not a fan of (laughs) at all. So it's like really hard for me to take Jason Momoa seriously because of how much I just like dislike Roman Reigns work, but I'm warming up. (laughs) Your disdain for him is based solely not on him, (laughs) not on him. It's based completely on wrestling, but no, like he's, He's like a like he's definitely the most likable character in the DC universe now. Yeah. It's it's him and him and Wonder Woman for sure. Amber Heard plays Mara. Willem Dafoe plays Volko. <laughs> <laughs> uh Patrick Wilson is King Orm. Orm. He, wait, Pat um he's from the uh he's from some horror movies. Which ones is he in? He's from all of these movies with James Wan. He's he's one of the main characters in the Conjuring universe, so he's the Conjuring, Conjuring Two. He plays uh, right. Ed Warren. He, you know the the Warren. He's family. also in Watchmen, which is a is a DC movie. Is he really? I didn't know he was in Watchmen. Who does he play? He's, that? Is he's he, the is, Owl guy. He's, Night, he's Owl Night Owl. Oh yeah, yeah, he is Night Owl too. Yeah. So there's a return to DC for him, which is kind of cool. That is cool. I did not know this, but he is actually the voice of the president in Batman vs Superman. <laughs> I also did not know this, so never mind. He's already been in the DC universe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, he was he was in Insidious. He's got a you know kind of a big horror background, honestly. There's a lot of horror people connected to this. Yeah, movie. the Nun. I mean, he's playing 
mainly the same characters, but he's worked with James Wan on a few of these already. And um, he plays your main villain in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Nicole Kidman plays Atlanta. Not Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, welcome to Atlanta where the players play. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Nice seeing him again. King Nez. That was a surprise. I didn't know he was in this. You didn't know? I leaned over to you in the theater. I was like, what did I say to you? I was like, uh, I think oh, I, you said, it's Drago. It's Drago. Yeah. <laughs> so Dolph Lundgren plays King Narius. This had me dying, though, and I said this before we went to the movie. Black Manta's father, played by Michael Beach. Oh. <laughs> Makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Everyone's <laughs> like, come on. We need, we need someone with a... Uh, a water-based water name on here. Yeah, let's get him in here. Well, Jason Momoa, his last name is actually Samoan for the ocean. Is it really? No, I just made that up. <laughs> it might be. That would have been fucking hilarious. Nobody fact-checked me. Just take it as is. <laughs> but yeah, no, a pretty good cast on this, honestly. Yeah. No, like, the- they got some... I mean, Nicole Kidman's a heavy hitter. Willem Dafoe is, too. <laughs> I'm just going to do it every time, time you say his name. <laughs> good cast on here. Big name director. I think the thing that I kept hearing from everybody about this movie is that it's fun. Yeah. Fun, unlike the other movies. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a lot more fun than anything else DC has done so far. You can tell they were really trying to have that tone almost a little too much. Yeah. I think they I think they went too far with it in some moments and some scenes. I, I agree. They went a little heavy handed with trying to play up the comedy. Like even even like their music choice, it's like well, the music in this movie is awful. Bad. Awful. Like both the soundtrack and the <laughs> score is terrible. Like <laughs> I was th- oh, man, I was thinking that in the theater and there's a scene when they're going through the desert and the music is playing is basically they're playing like a like a EDM version of Africa by Toto. Oh well, there's that, but I mean when they're walking and they're trying to find like this lost kingdom that's <laughs> under the sand, they're basically playing the orchestral string equivalent of do dum ba dum do dum ba dum ba 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 because they're just doing like do 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 do. It's so dumb. It's I pictured like. It sounds like something that should be playing in a movie where Brendan Fraser's cleaning his apartment because his in-laws are coming over. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so poorly placed in this film. That was actually, when we were in the theater, that was like one of my number one notes about the movie. Yeah, me too. It, just the, the music is awful. It's really bad. That's... I don't want to start on a bad note with this movie, but yeah, it was really noticeable how bad the music was. Yeah, <laughs> Black Manta's making his uh, suit. And it's, it was like this like eighties like music that I was like oh this, yeah they they needed like this is like a workout montage song like yeah <laughs> we gotta we gotta win the tractor pull with the whatever I don't know that's a bad example <laughs> <laughs> the movie started up and like within the first maybe fifteen minutes I was like yeah I'm having fun this is yeah this, it was really this cool is a good time I love that that opening scene was really really good yeah and Nicole Kidman's total fucking badass in it yeah. I couldn't decide while I was watching it if I liked that action scene or disliked it because it was a lot of like cool camera work, but I think that was like mainly CGI. Like I don't really know how much she actually. I was think in this that. movie was about eighty percent CGI. Yeah, that was. I was kind of hoping that it was actually some choreography in there. Yeah, I couldn't tell though. But it was like 
So there's a lot of CG in this movie, like you said. We'll get to it. But, you know, that was cool. And then the first scene basically with, I guess, Aquaman as an, an adult and basically saving all the Marines or whatever on the submarine. Right. So there's another, another good scene. Scene in between that with him as a kid didn't need that. No. But. Not so much with that one. Every scene with you're, him you're as a You're talking about the scene with him as like a younger, younger kid, Yeah, right? when he's a kid. Yeah. And he's at the, the aquarium and then they establish that he can talk to fish. Right. Don't think we knew that because you were going to do it a lot of other times in the movie and we already know that. Yeah. You, yeah. It was pointless. But I yeah. think it was just to pull up the Aquaman title so they can zoom through the tank and all these fish and stuff and then reveal Brave, yeah. the title card and then start the movie. Yeah. But otherwise, like, it's pointless. And it's funny. That scene's in the trailer and it's the most nonsensical. Like, it does <laughs> yeah. nothing for the movie. No, it doesn't. It's just a way to kill like five minutes. Yeah, it, they didn't need it. And this movie's really long. It's two and a half hours long. Yeah, it I is. I feel like that should have been definitely cut out. But it starts off, for the most part, very fun. I liked I liked the beginning scene with Nicole Kidman. I liked establishing his backstory, how he's basically like, like they keep calling him like half-breed or whatever. Like, yeah, the mongrel. Mongrel, yeah. Muggle. Like, no, wait, that's something else. Just wondering if you were serious about what, oh, where no, it was no. from. I was like, "Wait a minute, are you kidding me right now?" <laughs> I know you have like the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter books, shit like, all right over above you. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So the beginning of it's pretty fun, and uh, they show him with his dad. I like the scene where he is at the bar, and the pe- like the tough guys come up to him. They basically, like, oh are yeah, you that guy, and then you're th- you're that Aquaman we've been hearing about, right? And it looks like they're like gonna pick a fight, and like Can we get a picture with you, and then. The first two pictures, he looks like he's completely disinterested. And the next three are him just, like, partying, partying hard with them. With them. Yeah. They're, like, throwing back beers. And he's like, oh! <laughs> yeah, no, they did a lot of really, um, really like, fun fun things in the beginning. But, yeah, no, the movie starts up very fun. This movie, in a sense, is almost like being on rides at an amusement park all day. Yeah. Because it's just, like, a fun house basically like it starts and it does not stop and no for two and a half hours we we didn't really talk much after we left the theater because we because we we never want to save it all but the one thing i did say was this movie has one pace and it is a full-on sprint and then the movie ends (laughs) and that's they just were kind of like we want you to have fun the entire time you're watching this and i think that's why there's a lot of favorable reviews is that people went to this and had a good time watching it which is which is great should I get into what I want to say now? Sure. Movie kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot of flash for sure. It's definitely a step in the right direction for them, but they overstepped and they went too far in the opposite direction. I think the movie doesn't have much of substance to it, especially in terms of character development and caring for the characters, and it's a lot of what I said numerous times in this episode they throw so much on the screen at you at one time on like a giant grand scale that like yeah. i just like became numb to all of it after a while yeah <laughs> I, is... I cared nothing of any atlantean yeah because this... you just met them all now and the way they were talking made me feel like i had missed a movie in between and then i realized i didn't and i was like oh like they're really assuming a lot of knowledge on the viewer that they haven't even really presented in previous movies. This is going to go into uh, a question I have, I guess, eventually. I don't know if I want to say it at the end or or not, but I think this movie is mainly meant for the Aquaman fans. Who is an Aquaman fan? Or maybe even just like DC comic fans. Okay. but I'll give you that. 
I think that they they went into kind of the lore or mythology of Aquaman, specifically in Atlantis and the surrounding kingdoms of it and stuff like that. Yeah. Way more than I thought they would. I mean, I was actually happy that they did that. Yeah. And they and kept it grounded within its own thing and didn't try to link it back to other superheroes. Yeah. And they also went in a good amount with Aquaman's kind of backstory. They, they show a few scenes with varying degrees of shit of, of him as a kid because they're all really bad. But they they do try and show you uh, like his almost like his upbringing and how he learned how to do different things and his abilities right. and all that stuff. And uh, I, I like that. I mean, I think uh, you know, I'll just say this now. Are people grading comic book movies on a curve? Probably. Because this movie is fun at points, but it's definitely meant for people who like comic book movies. Yes. And I don't know particularly if the story is very good. I know that the acting is not very good. Yeah, you're you're telling me. I (laughs) I did not connect at all with the female lead. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of this movie is nonsensical happenings for the convenience of the plot to just get you from one point to the other point in the craziest yeah. way possible. And I didn't think that the story was very good at all. Like, like I said, I think if, if you enjoyed this movie and you're a DC fan and you had fun, that is great. I can see why, but just as a movie as itself kind of wasn't digging this. I'm, I definitely graded it on a curve for sure. Yeah. And to be fair, I would even say that Marvel movies are also graded on a curve. No, th- yeah, no, I was I was encompassing all yeah, comic movies. Because because we di- we discussed on our um, Oscar talk in our top ten our duty award episode. I don't think Black Panther is best picture quality. Mm-hmm. Just in general, I think a lot of these Marvel movies they get like high ninety ratings, but it's like they're fun, they're really good, and I have a great time. But I'm also a comic book fan. I can see just a moviegoer, somebody who just watches movies and has no knowledge of the comics, not enjoying it as much. I, I'd say most of these movies are probably high 80s at best. And that's even for movies that I fucking love and would personally give them like 100. Yeah. But that's because I have a wealth of knowledge that I went into the movie with that most other people don't. So I do think they get graded on a curve. I don't think anybody's looking at these as artistic, like, cinema i think they're just looking at it as like this is a fun popcorn flick i had a good time it was visually impressive and there were some good jokes good action it got me from point a to point b so because it does the bare minimum people think it's great because (laughs) until now dc wasn't even doing the bare minimum. minimum yeah i that's kind of how i felt about it too is if anyone likes this movie i'm not gonna be upset about it yeah, but I think if you look at it strictly based on a movie, it's mediocre at best. Yeah, but honestly, that's a big win for DC. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. I just after seeing like mediocre the... is the best they've ever done. Yeah. I just after seeing the reviews and stuff, I was hoping for a little bit more. Yeah, I think they kind of gassed it up a little bit. Yeah. But again, that probably goes back to people's perception of DC. So the fact that you saw a DC movie that actually had humor in it, people were like, this is this is better. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I can't believe they did it. <laughs> They're pulling the Oscar out from under their seat. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw that Like James Wan was upset that they got like snubbed for an Oscar. I so, get it. So... I, was gonna, I guess that was more visuals. I was going to ask you. 
Yeah. Do you think that this movie should be nominated for best visuals? No. Me neither. Yeah, because the other movies that were nominated are really strong contenders. Oh, you know what? Take Isle of Dogs out because I didn't like that movie. But the visuals were good. Isle of Dogs <laughs> but... isn't in visuals. Oh, really? No. Oh, so, okay. Well, visu- fuck me. Visuals. Oh, that's animation. That's right. Yeah. This movie is not nominated for visuals. It wasn't even on the shortlist, though, which I think was what got him. So, like, yeah, that would piss be- me off. Before the nominees come out, there's like a shortlist and they vote based on those movies. And then those are the ones that become the nominees. And I'd be interested to see what was on it and off the top of why my head, left off. Off the top of my head, every Marvel movie was in it Ant Man and the Wasp, Great. Black Panther, Great. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, Great. Solo, Okay. Uh, Jurassic World, Ugh. Ready Player One, Awesome. Welcome to Marwin. Damn, these are a lot that you remember. Christopher Robin. Hey, he keeps going. First Man. I don't know the last one. I've got oh. nine, I've got nine out of the ten. That's way more than I got. I probably could have guessed three of them, but the Marvel ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Ready Player One. So those those are the movies that probably could have taken Welcome to Marwin off. I think I think Welcome to Marwin could have been taken off. Does it make it? worthy of it just because you used a lot of it because i don't know there was a lot of cgi it gets overwhelming after two and a half hours and it looks like everything is cgi too like it doesn't feel doesn't feel real Real. enough that yeah it's hard to keep your characters completely covered in cgi basically and hold up that like suspension of disbelief for two and a half fucking hours yeah i look for that stuff a lot like that's one of my like favorite things based on my background to look for in movies. Some things in this movie, I was like, man, that's really impressive. And then other things, I was like, oh, that is rough. Like, it's really inconsistent. Just like one random thing that like, when they're underwater, which is a lot of the movie, yeah, their hair moves with the water. Yeah, that looks it bad. it is so like- it Looks really bad. Composited in. It's, yeah, it's rough. And then- um, It I'll- looks like they, they have like these apps now where you could like take a picture and add like, <laughs> smoke or something then it's like takes a piece of your picture and makes it move <laughs> it looks like that some creatures and stuff in this movie i actually really liked i, I was... like like the vampire fishmen thing from the trench yeah they were, they were cool mm-hmm. like when they were on the boat they were cool but once they're underwater you can't really see them like everything was so dark yeah i think a lot of use of water itself is pretty good if water is just on something it's kind of easy to work with because you just need to make something basically shiny and yeah uh, like 3D, like animated and stuff like that, tends to have a more metallic-y, like shiny quality to it. Yeah. But the actual like embodiment of like a you know massive water is hard to like work with. And there's certain scenes like with like you know waves and um uh, them like manipulating water that I actually thought looked pretty cool. Like I actually really like those scenes. Yeah, when our lead villain gets like caught up in that whirlpool, like when they're first battling mm-hmm. in the Coliseum. Like, I thought that looked good. Yeah. That looked cool. There were some achievements made in, like, the gra- the CGI and everything, but then you also have it mixed with some pretty bad spots. Like, the fight sequences were clearly, like, 100% CGI. Yeah. The underwater ones. Um, When they're fighting in the Coliseum, there's a one point where he... There's a lot of slow-mo, and then... <laughs> yeah. But you can kind of see his face in one of the movements, and it just looks so clearly yeah. cartoony. Like, it looks like a video game. Yeah. And um, that's unfortunate. I think that this movie could have been on the short list, but definitely not a nominee in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. He's tripping. He's tripping <laughs> if he thinks he's getting a nom. Yeah. 
I wasn't overly impressed. Like I said, there's things that are good, but and there's things that are bad. And overall, I just felt like it was inconsistent with its visuals. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. I'm not. I'm not gonna That's shit on good. it. But yeah, like I don't. I really didn't want to shit on this movie too much, anyways, because it's definitely. It was definitely enjoyable-ish. It was enjoyable-ish. <laughs> enjoyable-ish. There were some. There were some pretty cringy moments. I was actually talking about with your bro. Yeah. Because he came with us to the movies, um, and we don't talk to each other after the movies because we don't want to spoil our uh, <laughs> our ideas for the podcast. So we were talking while you were in the bathroom about like those cringy moments, and like the biggest thing that stands out is the music, and then just like kind of shoehorning humor in scenes where it's like shouldn't have done that. There was one where I'm trying to remember the exact joke because it wasn't actually a joke. But there some was... of them just aren't funny. Like the redhead line. Yeah. Like redheads, redheads, you gotta love them. Like that's not funny. Yeah. And there was another one where like, I don't know. She was. I remember what it was. She was like, "What did I just tell you?" And he goes, "Something, something, Trident." Yeah. And I was, was like, "Not funny." Was like, uh, that's the. That's what you came up for. That. That was the punchline. Yeah. Oh fuck. Clearly not comedy writers working <laughs> no. on that movie. You want to know what my favorite line of the movie was? And I, I laughed out loud. Oh, I think I already know. Does it have to do with our main bad guy? Yeah. Call me Ocean, Ocean Master. Master. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that was so cheesy. My my notes. Oh my notes says Ocean Master. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. That's awful. Yeah, he like goes, ah, oh, Jesus. He <laughs> that that main that main villain, as I call him, uh Prince Dickhead. Yep. He his final like armor when they're going into battle, he looks like Shredder from you know Ninja what, Turtles. You know what I thought there's like a parts where they're just like let's make him look tough. Let's just like put some padding on it so it looks like abs. It reminded me of the Globo Gym uniforms from Dodgeball. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, there was a few parts where I was like, I was like, oh man, like I said to you, actually, I was like, in the second act, <laughs> Aquaman has to fight his brother in a Finding Nemo subplot, <laughs> yeah. like fight in the ring of <laughs> Ring of Fire, and then there's another part, the the giant beast that Aquaman rides at the end looked exactly like a kaiju from from a uh, Pacific Rim. Oh yeah, it really did. Yeah, like I, I was, was like, wondering oh, if shit. they were gonna refer to it as a kraken. That's what I thought they were going for. But they didn't, they they didn't, didn't refer to anything. it as anything. Yeah, I, I don't really want to shit on this movie a lot either because, like I said, if people are enjoying it, that's that's great. Yeah, it's and better I, than and a I lot under, of And I understand things. why they would enjoy it. I just, I feel like I just want more from my movies. Yeah, yeah. And on that note, do you want my comparisons to Marvel? Yeah, go for it. How about this? They have a Bifrost, essentially. Yeah, going into Atlantis, there's a bridge. I don't know a lot about the comics, so people can send me hate mail if they want to, um, or send me Aquaman comics and I'll read them. I'll read <laughs> some free comics. There you go. But there's a bridge leading into Atlantis, and it's like the only way in and out of Atlantis because they have like the walls guarded and blah 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 and su- super crazy defenses. But it looks it looks almost exactly like the Bifrost from Thor. Basically, Aquaman is Thor underwater in DC. <laughs> because you have a Bifrost, then they're telling the story of uh, the trident that he has to get so he can control the oceans and Atlantis, and um, it's essentially Mjolnir. Yep. Same same thing. It's like forged in this other kingdom for King Atlan, and that's that's Mjolnir. Atlan is basically Odin. Even like the way that he looks when they show like the flashbacks, it's like so similar to like. 
And it's even like similar story of kind of bringing together these different kingdoms, the seven realms, and protecting over them through the power. And like when you hold this trident hammer, you will hold, you have the power of the ocean, Thor. Like, they're based, there's so many correlations between the two that it's like practically identical. <laughs> even, um, I feel like even like Thor, even Atlantis and, and Asgard. Yeah, I was also gonna say Thor, especially like with Loki, Thor is a little bit of like a family drama, and this movie is kind of like a family drama with him and his brother. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You got the, the Thor Loki connection there yeah. too. So, yeah, there's just a lot of it's hard not to compare it to Thor. And look how fun Thor Ragnarok was. So like, you know what? I think my biggest issue with with the movie is and I think if this was finessed better, I probably would have enjoyed it a hell of a lot more because I think the story itself could have could could be fine. I think it's passable. Yeah. I just don't think that there's enough um attention to fleshing out the Aquaman character and maybe like getting you to care about him or even like the female lead, like you were saying. Yeah, I had and no care in the world for her. I think the movie should have so taken plain. out some subplots. Black Manta probably shouldn't be in this movie. Yeah, it didn't really need him. He was cool, though. He was cool. He was. I, I like him as a character from like the old like Justice League cartoons and stuff like that. The purpose Legion of, of the movie, and like you said, I don't know the comics or anything like that, but the purpose of the movie, in a sense, is to show how Aquaman becomes Aquaman really and gets the trident and you know, all that and becomes, becomes king, king of, of Atlantis. Yeah. So anything that's unnecessary to that should be cut out because it's already two hours and 30 minutes long and it like speeds through everything. Like yeah. it goes very quickly. I think if they found a way to streamline that plot and have more downtime in the movie and slow it down, I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. But it's almost like things just keep happening so quickly that it just seems like well, it's kind of suffering that similar thing from Batman v Superman and Justice League. If they're just like, we're gonna throw more characters at you, that way it's like a little bit more like fan service, where it's like, look, this character's here too, mm-hmm. but like it doesn't really do much. You know what this movie's almost like? This movie is almost like the finale to Avengers: Infinity War, with no <laughs> lead up, with no movies prior to it. Yeah. And just the finale of Infinity War is the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty like, much. Because it's just like a gigantic, like I said, amusement War. park ride yeah. for two hours and 30 minutes. But you don't have the attachment to these characters the way you do in Marvel because there's, you know, 10 years worth of movies before that. Right. Most of these characters have been in multiple movies. Yeah. Aquaman's, I mean, now he's been in two. He's been in two, but even Unless in Unless you want to count Batman v Superman because you do see him. Oh, you you do see his a, emblem, like a little <laughs> yeah. You see a little video of him swimming out and looking at a camera. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> but still, like it's not the worst thing DC's done. Oh, it's de- a, it's, it's a big step not. in the right in the right direction. But there's still a learning curve. Like like I said before, Marvel didn't knock it out the box the first time. It took them like well, Iron Man crushed, but then they immediately followed up with Incredible Hulk, which is one of their worst movies ever. Yeah. Then you, you got Captain America, which wasn't amazing. Um, Iron Man 2 didn't blow our socks off. Like they didn't Thor. Thor, yeah, same thing. Thor 2, you kidding me? Like they had a lot of lessons to be learned from the beginning. And they're only been hitting their stride for like the last couple of years. Yeah, I would like, say like probably, two probably or three since, years. 
No, I'd say even further, because really once once um, Winter Soldier Winter so- happened, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Shit started going down, because then after that you got Guardians, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like minor hiccups in, here and there, like mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. But, you know, they shouldn't expect to be crushing it right out the gate. It takes some time. At least this is a step in that right direction. I can see things changing in the DC universe that will eventually start bringing us really good movies. All right, I'll give you... I'll, yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, I think... I think its biggest downfall is its success now. I'm hoping DC doesn't see that success and then think the wrong things brought that success. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, we should make all of our movies two and a half hours long. Because <laughs> look how good Aquaman turned out for us. Yeah. It's actually kind of funny that this is two and a half hours because the studio mandated that Justice League be less than two hours long. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Which Probably because also- they saw Justice League and they were like, this needs to be less than two hours long. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sit here for that long. <laughs> probably. This should have been two hours. There's I I can probably find 45 minutes you could have cut out of this movie yeah. easily. And, and if, you, if you were going to have it at two and a half hours long, I think that you could have cut a lot of it out, but then added stuff that would have finessed the plot a lot more. Yeah. Man, better dialogue would have done a lot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the writing is kind of rough. The, like I said, I think the story's passable. Like I think the story could have been fine. There's some bad dialogue yeah. though in it. Yeah, it gets kind of cheesy at some points. Yeah. It it's it's a it's a pretty corny movie. Yeah. If you're just looking at the script. I kind of want to read the script. Yeah, I don't You know what though? Like with the character, maybe they wanted it to be a little corny. Possibly, I don't know. I mean, you were talking about the studio that wanted 0% humor in their movie because they were like, no, we want to be different from Marvel. We want to be like dark and edgy. And then fans rejected the shit out of them. Yeah. Even like DC fans rejected the shit out of them. <laughs> and then, so then they were just like, all right, scratch that. We want to be, we want to be really cute and funny. And they just, they just took it too far. Like they, but learning curve, man, they're trying to figure it out. But I think because this had such a good reaction that they're going to assume that everything they did about it is right because it's not the same as Marvel because Marvel started the cinematic universe before Disney purchased them. Yeah. And even now with Disney, it seems like Disney is pretty hands-off of Marvel and it's just like, you guys got it. We just want to benefit from your money. (laughs) Basically. You, You guys take care of everything. Whereas Warner Brothers is like, very hands-on with everything which they shouldn't be they should shut the fuck up and back up and let comic book people take control but what they're doing is these are like old suits who don't know shit about shit especially (laughs) what younger people are gonna want out of an action movie or superhero movie or whatever and especially there's source material for this stuff Mm -hmm. go off of that do stuff with that and fucking you can tone it down while also like just focusing on the important parts of each character. Limit your characters. Focus on them. Build them. Now that they're built, bring in new people. Every movie you can bring in like a couple new people. And you gotta do it slow. But they just don't fucking get it. Yeah. I'm hoping that with Shazam stuff starts to turn, I guess. I mean, I think it's turning here. It, yeah. It, it does have its fun moments. It does have... Got some merits, charm. merits to it, you know. Yeah. Th- there are some, you know, there are good things to it. It's not uh, sitting through the whatever it was two hours of Suicide Squad where I wanted to, you know, <laughs> I don't even know what I wanted to do to myself. You wanted to Suicide Squad yourself, <laughs> kind of. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, 
Attach a bomb to my neck. <laughs> so, so bad. If, if somebody yeah. attached a, a bomb to me and made me watch that movie, guess what? Daddy gonna get blown up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like, people are enjoying it, and that is good. And I was surprised how much people are enjoying it. Really? You're talking about in dollars and cents? In dollars. Okay. How much did this cost to make? So there's no actual budget out there. I only found an estimate. I only found like a range. So the range that I was that I found was 160 to 200 million. I'm assuming it's closer to 200 million. Yeah, probably like around like that 180 mark. Yeah, the highest grossing DC movie before this movie was Batman vs Superman Mm -hmm. at 873 million. Yep, Aquaman is at one. 0.098. Point zero nine eight. So almost one point one billion. Wow. Yeah. So, so people are really buying this shit up. Yeah. People. People are really enjoying this movie. I get it though. Yeah. And it, it, like you said it earlier, I mean, this really is like the epitome of like a popcorn flick. Yeah. It's got some jokes. It's like fun to watch. There's a lot of action. It's colorful. I I understand why people are enjoying it, and especially if you're a DC fan and you've been like longing for a good movie, so much better than the other stuff that's out there. This is like a real breath of fresh air for the franchise. Yeah, but yeah, I was surprised. I actually I thought Wonder Woman was gonna be the number one highest money making. It was uh, that was third or it's third now. Wow, man, eight hundred and twenty-one million, and that was really well received too. Yeah, surprised it broke a billion. It's not even a sequel. Like yeah, a billion no. is like sequel money. Yeah. Or like Avengers money. This made uh Justice League, for example, six hundred and fifty seven million. It's it might double Justice League. Damn. Yeah. All right. So. I mean, way to go. Yeah. Good job. It's about time you did something right, DC. So Aquaman, Tomato Tomato, sixty five critic score, seventy eight audience score. Damn. Fuck. This is this is tough. This is really tough. I really want to be somewhere in the middle of the two. Like, whatever the exact middle of those two numbers is, that's where I would be. I feel like we've been shitting on this movie a good amount, so I'm going to say Tomato. Just to, just to end it on more of like a positive note, because I don't, I don't want to just shit on this, because I do see positive change. Mm-hmm. And I want, if DC is listening to this, I want them to feel encouraged, <laughs> encouraged. to continue in this direction of, you know, lightening up your characters. Maybe not as light as this. Maybe kind of tone down that stupid humor, that like sitcom humor. Like, I feel yeah. like this movie was asking for a laugh track at some points. <laughs> but, I mean, 65 is like, that's like the cusp of a fail. Is that an F? Uh, that's the cusp of of a fail. It would be still a D, but yeah, it's like I mean, a D minus. Yeah. yeah, it's like if you're one point below, that's a fail. I think I think by Rotten Tomato score, sixty is failing. Sixty gives you a rotten score. Okay, I mean, I'll still stick with I'll still stick with the audience on it. I would not go that high though. You said like seventy eight. Seventy eight is the audience score. Yeah, it's too high. This is this is like a sixty nine for me. This is, uh, a, this I, is a D. D. Yeah. But you're going tomato? Are you? Oh wait, you're going tomato? I'm going tomato. Okay. Did I say tomato the first time? No, no, you said tomato. I fucked that up. I am going tomato. Wow. 
Yeah. So you're like, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense because probably like the the most egregious like crime that this film commits is its CGI at certain points, and that's something that you are very like keen to like. You have an eye for that more think, so than I do. I think the biggest crime it commits is the script because I hate oh, okay. I hate the dialogue <laughs> and I hate the movie or the music in it. But oh, the music is fucking atrocious. It's, my honestly, the things I would put above it in terms of problems, like above the CGI, would be the script, the music, and the acting. I think okay. all, I think all of those, aside from maybe uh, Jason Momoa's acting, pretty. Anus. <laughs> yeah. And, but uh yeah, you're kind of swaying me. No, I think you made really good points with how it is fun. It is a step in the right direction. And and I mean just in general, my movie taste, I've never been a blockbuster person. So I don't think yeah. I don't think this movie was going to like I don't th- I didn't think I was gonna leave this theater being like pumped up. I thought right. I was gonna like it more than this. But I was hoping to like it more. Yeah. But we already know the masses are pretty stupid. <laughs> so it makes sense that they were all eating this shit up like it's the best thing since sliced bread. I don't even seventy eight though is not like loving it. I mean people it's are buying a lot pretty of pretty strong though. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy eight's really good. But I'm I'm going sixty five. It's uh, good to see that the critics actually are like taking it for what it is though. Yeah. I think I would even go lower than sixty five though. <laughs> but, but really yeah. intriguing. Yeah. But I'm I think my grade though, honestly, I wouldn't fail it. I'd give it like a D minus though. I'd didn't particularly like it, but like I said, this isn't the movie that I would typically like. I don't really like blockbusters that much. It has to be yeah. like, it has to be like the right kind of blockbuster. Even we keep talking about how much we like Marvel. There's only certain Marvel movies I like. The fate first, like the Phase One of Marvel, I don't like most of those movies. Yeah, it's pretty. Weak. And even and even Phase Two, I only like maybe half of them. It isn't until recently that I started liking them more. And right, but I, they're doing. They changed their game once they realized they weren't doing what they should have been doing. Yeah. And I guess, theoretically, Infinity War does a lot of the same things that this movie does in terms of just its pacing and stuff like that. But Infinity War has 10 movies of backstory and character development behind it. And it's got really good humor in it. And it's got, you know, intensity to it. This movie doesn't really have any of that, in my opinion. Yeah, So I, I get that. And even after like saying like I'd grade it like a D, I realized a D is actually closer to the tomato score, not the tomato. Yeah, <laughs> but whatever. I was just trying to be you're, positive. You're trying to be positive. So yeah, I'm, go- I'm definitely getting hate mail from DC people, anyways, <laughs> for everything else I said. I'm pretty sure I called them fucking idiots earlier. You did. I feel like I said worse things though. Like I feel like you were much more positive on the movie than I was. Oh, I said yeah. You said worse things about the movie. I said worse things about the people, people who watched like them. It. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I'm going D minus. I'm sticking with tomato. Okay. Um, if you enjoyed it, good for you. Good on you. Yeah, I it is better than I would say the majority of the DC movies, but it's it's not for me. It's, it's not I got for you. Me. Yeah. Then that brings us to our rank for the DC universe as it stands right now. I went first with our tomato tomatoes, so I figured it's only right that we work backwards down the list. And you kick this bad bitch off. We got, what, six movies right now. Yep. So I have a feeling our bottom is going to be identical. My number six. What are we, some kind of cash grab? Suicide Squad. <laughs> yep, that's the same for me, too. That movie's trash. Yeah. <laughs> and we've already said a thousand reasons why. few movies I hate more than that movie. I thought it was awful. 
Yeah, no, I can never watch it again. I wouldn't even make my worst enemy watch it. Yeah, it's bad. Number five, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Guess what? It's the same. It's the goddamn same. <laughs> yeah. That movie is also awful. Yeah. Number four, Justice League. All right, we have a difference. What do you What do you have? I have Man of Steel. Okay. It might be a recency bias because Man of Steel I haven't seen in a while, but I've seen Justice League once. I've seen Man of Steel twice, maybe even three times. I feel like every time I watch it, I find something else that I roll my eyes at. So that's why that one just slid down for me because I was just like, it's kind of fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I was close to having Justice League at three. Justice League? Like Justice League is my four. I was close to having Justice League at three. Yeah? I thought about it for a little bit. Okay. But I've only seen it once, and like I said, my impression of it was it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, so I left, like, content. Okay. <laughs> so I think that maybe if I saw another one, I'd be like, no, it's it's at four. But I was I was actually thinking about it. All Number right. three for me, Man of Steel. I had to think about that for a bit. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised with how much you've just been talking about Aquaman, that it's not um, lower on your list. I kind of just flipped it. I had I had Aquaman at three, and now I'm spoiling my two, but I'm going Man of Steel three. Got you. Well, my number three is Justice League. Okay. So we just kind of flipped flip, them. Flip, flip those two. I feel like now the rest of it's going to be the same. Number two, Aquaman. Same Z's. Aquaman, yeah. Aquaman. And number one's Wonder Woman for both of us. Yep. Yeah. And I think Wonder Woman for me puts it there. I didn't buy into all the hype, but I thought it was like a solid movie. I thought it was good, and it was probably the best. It was definitely the best they had done so far. You know, like I said, Aquaman is a step in the right direction. It's just like a slight overstep yeah, in that direction. So I think it has some weaknesses, and even though we just saw it, and it was like, you know, fun, like popcorn movie, like I think down the road, Wonder Woman holds up better. Mm-hmm. I think Wonder Woman is is a much, much better film than Aquaman. But... I'm looking at my list, and the only movie out of these six that I would rewatch is Aquaman. I mean, I mean, I mean, Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah, that's, no. that surprised me. <laughs> no, the only one that I would rewatch is Wonder Woman. The other, the other five, I, I wouldn't rewatch. Wow. Yeah. What an indictment. So basically, there's one good movie on this list for you, or one passable movie on this list for you. Yeah. See, that's a rough start, DC. That's a real rough start. I mean, I know we're just two dudes and one of us is on a futon, but like, <laughs> come on. You can't be putting out trash left and right. You've got to throw us a fucking bone. With Give us something to hold on to. With Marvel, out of the first six, there is two that I like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I might even say like three that are- There's a third that I think is okay. Okay, that's fine. I'll agree to that. There's like two good ones, one okay one, and the other ones are kind of meh. Yeah, meh or bad. <laughs> well, yeah, because like Iron Man 2 is meh for me. Yeah, Hulk The Hulk is bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, I, I mean, if you're going off the way that Marvel started and the way that DC started, they're really not that far off if you just take it as like a, like a, the, well, the whole thing. I don't know. Thing. Marvel has zero rotten movies. DC's pretty rotten right now. They are pretty rotten. I'm just going basically if you're just six movies for six movies. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. It's kind of similar. I think Marvel's better. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying that. But, but well, because none of these DC movies were anywhere near as good as just the first Iron Man yeah. alone. I think that you can at least 
ha- be hopeful that like, well, Marvel didn't start off that good either. Right. And like, they're not like completely far off, I guess. So you're hoping that they can get it back on track. Yeah. And they've got two movies that are coming out this year that are, that are very hyped up. So that's true. That's true. Yeah, man. I mean, hopefully, hopefully they bounce back. Like, I don't want them to put out bad movies. I want to enjoy the movies when I go see them. It's just, you know, their track record hasn't been great, but I'm still going to give them a chance. Anytime one of these movies comes out, I'm going to give it a chance because that's my promise as a nerd and albeit a Marvel fan, man. Like, I still want to give DC a chance. I don't want to shit on these movies, but they just haven't been doing it. I feel like with the with the audiences, there's a lot of DC apologists out there because the audience scores on these movies are kind of crazy. Man really? of Steel, 75. No. Wonder Woman's an 88. I would kind of... That's I, okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh, Batman vs. Superman, 63. No. Justice League, 73. That's way wrong. Suicide Squad, 60. Oh, No reverse it it's a zero six it's a six <laughs> it's funny when you look at like the Fucking audience score for morons. that suicide squad and batman versus superman critic scores both they're both 27 <laughs> wow yeah yeah man this is what i don't get that's about what you're the... saying with like dc fanboys like want to like they want their movies to be good so bad that they're willing to overlook so many things just because they don't want marvel to you know and they'll go and trash marvel movies when what are you trashing it based on because they don't have nearly as many flaws. No. I don't know. You look beaten down. <laughs> I am, man, because I really wanted... I didn't go into this with like preconceived notions that like it should be amazing, but I wanted to enjoy this movie more than I did because I really, I really want to balance out my love for Marvel because it's not just Marvel. I like superhero movies because the Batman movies are fucking amazing. Yeah. You know, Watchmen is great, and Hellboy was cool, and, like, there's m- so much other things outside of Marvel that are great about comic book movies, and I want to see them all succeed because I like I like this genre, if you want to call it its own genre, and... I think it's become a genre. Yeah, like, I want them to be good, because I want them to continue making good movies. I want to have fun at the theaters. Fuck, man. <laughs> well said. Yeah. I'm depressed. <laughs> let's go watch a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, let's go watch. Let's go watch every other Marvel movie. Honestly, I need a palate cleanser. I'm gonna watch Thor: Dark World when I get home. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's that's pretty much it, man. Uh, you got anything else for us? No, I uh, not really. I feel bad. I feel like that's that's how I feel after this movie. I feel bad. Yeah, I feel I felt bad when we were leaving because I'm like, man, I'm gonna. I'm going to talk negatively about this movie that people seem to love. I feel like I did a lot of shitting on it and yeah, I feel like I honestly, I feel like a lot of it. I want to be like that breakup thing. It's not you. It's me. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it is me actually. And just my taste in movies because there's so like so many people just want to go to those blockbusters and they like it. And this is, I think as far as just a blockbuster, this is a good blockbuster. Yeah. And bad dialogue is plagued in so many action movies. It's just kind of like par for the course. Bad dialogue is in good movie or movies that are considered good. We've talked about it on a previous episode, but avatar, (laughs) that's not a good movie. I mean, it's, it's considered a good movie. I don't think it's good either, but... Fucking hate that movie. I know you hate it, but there's bad dialogue in that movie, too. The whole movie is bad That's dialogue. That's the highest grossing movie of all time. Fuck that. That's only be... Oh, my God. All right, you want to talk about this? The only reason that Avatar is... 
anywhere near whether they're highest or second highest. The only reason they got up there is because they were selling it in IMAX when back then movie tickets were still only like $10. They, they were selling 3D tickets for like 15 which is not crazy now, but it was back then when it's like 50% higher than the average ticket sale. And they had IMAX, 3D, and blah, blah, blah. And they kept it in theaters for so damn long. Of course it's going to grow so much because it's basically like one of those fucking amusement park rides where you, you sit in the car and then it plays this 3D video and you put on your stupid fucking glasses and it just flies you over mountains. It's a two and a half hour long screensaver with just douchey action movie dialogue. And it's the story of Pocahontas. It's the story of fucking Fern Gully. It's the story of fucking Dances with Wolves. It's all the same shit. It's not fucking original. That movie's stupid. If you like that movie, stop listening to this podcast. You're a fucking moron. I really want you to just go. And on that note, suck it, losers, and just cut it. <laughs> That's probably not how we should end it. I want to end it a little more positive. Yeah, no, that was I was I started laughing because I said I was like event or Avatar, then the blood in your in your body started to boil. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate that movie. I've been rallying against that movie since it came out. I don't I don't really like it that much either. It's it, it got the highest grossing movie of all time based on the 3D gimmick. Exactly. That was like that was that was the first movie to like really like kind of make that mainstream again. It's an amusement park ride. Yeah. Stupid. Because I think 3D was out, like it had been out. I remember Spy Kids 3D was in the theaters. Oh yeah. But like that's a, like a little <laughs> I'm surprised that's not the highest grossing. <laughs> but that's like, you know, it's a little kids movie. This I feel like it was like one of the first adult movies in 3D. Yeah, whatever. I agree. <laughs> what the fuck ever. But anyways. Uh, you have anything else that you want to uh you want to get to on this? Or? No, I'm exhausted. Yeah, I'm glad that we did get to go see this in theaters, though. Yeah, no, for real. Th- this was a this was a, a movie that I had been wanting to see. I wanted it to be out for you know our 2018 episode. I would have been able to uh, comment a little bit better. See where we placed on, like, it. Visual effects and stuff like that, or yeah, just where I would have placed it. But um. There's like nothing out right now, so we caught it in 2019. Yeah, I'm, just I'm, happened to fall where it fell. I am glad though that we saw this movie in a theater as right. opposed to at home on a TV or whatever, because like I said, there are parts in the movie that I did think were visually impressive, and I think the way to see this movie is in a theater. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to handle it if it was in 3D. I feel like it'd be a little bit nauseating. Oh, uh, for sure. Just yeah. how quickly they move through certain areas and stuff. It'd be like, ooh. Oh, it's a bit much. <laughs> um, but no, like, I'm really happy we saw it in theaters and didn't wait for it because, you know, it's movies like this should be seen in the theaters. That's kind of why they make them as big and colorful and action packed as that is because they want you to have like a really good movie going experience. And I'd say, like, on that, it was good. We got Shazam to look forward to. We got Joker to look forward to, which Joker, I'm assuming, is going to be a way different tone just from, like, set photos and just, like, costume design and stuff like that. It looks like it's going to be completely different than anything else we've seen. I don't even know if it's tech. Is it technically DC Universe? Is it part of the same thing? I am assuming it is, considering Suicide Squad somehow is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know what would know, be so, cool yeah, with know. Joker? My brother, kind of, he, he mentioned this to me. Wouldn't it be cool 
because I think that Joker is supposed to be an origin story, right. sort of. Wouldn't it be cool if the whole movie plays out and then the last scene of the movie is the scene from The Dark Knight where he's like, you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> it would be great, too, if it was like a really dumb story. Like, early on in the movie, like, he cuts himself shaving. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? Don't buy Bic razors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Bic fucking sucks. <laughs> Gillette. Mach 3 my ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I feel better now. Yeah. Getting all that off our chest. Hopefully, you guys all feel better, too. Send us hate mail. Hit us up. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're on all of that. You know, let us know how you feel. Obviously, a lot of people really like this Aquaman movie. Tell us what we got wrong. I especially want to hear from people who have read the comics because... As we said, we did not read the comics. Um, I want to know. There might be some big things that we missed. Hit us up. want to hear from you guys. And on that note, suck it, losers? 